Yo, hello and uh, welcome to another entry. I hope wherever you find yourself listening to this that you are able to pay close attention to what I want to talk about today because this is something I have been actively doing for quite some time and it is the number one reason I feel that I have become more self-aware and have truly started discovering myself. It's also allowed me to unpack certain things in my life which has contributed to me becoming my most authentic self. That is an ongoing process and not a destination, just so you know. And the topic for today is emotional triggers and that they are signals for you to learn more about yourself. You know, getting triggered fascinates me. People who do get triggered fascinate me. I get triggered and it fascinates. It's funny, like I am fully aware these days when I do get triggered and there's a sense of curiosity to why I get triggered. And the more you spend time on that, the more you linger on that, the more interesting you as a human being become. You see, a trigger is basically just anything that sparks an intense emotional reaction. It could be something between you or a partner. It could be something a colleague said. It could be something you witnessed. How it happens is not really relevant, but what is important is how it makes you feel and why it makes you feel that way. That's where the juice is. That's where the most amount of growth is going to come from, as understanding these triggers can be an amazing tool for self-awareness and personal growth. I think most people just assume that's how they are built. So they get triggered and then spend hours or sometimes even days to get over it. And all that happens is that pattern repeats itself. All of the emotion that they felt will be felt again in the near future, whether it's tomorrow, next week, or next month. And I find that quite silly because if you just assume that's how you built and you don't really try and understand it and potentially even try and fix it, then you're just gonna end up in this loop, which is quite silly. So just think about it for a second. The thing that's actually annoying you, whatever it may be, it's most likely going to keep happening unless something changes. Now, most people think that they can prevent the situation from happening again but that's very naive thinking and it's also a very controlling perspective which will in essence create its own misery and frustrations and friction the reason that is is because changing people is just hard you can't change the people around you changing your environment is really hard you have no control over your environment so the odds are the golf course people are going to continue cutting the grass at 5 a.m on a saturday whether you like it or not so the question is what options do you really have because you're most likely not going to prevent it from happening again because that's just life the event there's a high probability that it will happen again so you can choose to do nothing about it but then you're going to experience the same suffering every time or you can spend time thinking about the situation you can ask yourself Why the hell am I getting so triggered about this? And that's when the magical journey of self-awareness and personal development really kicks off. The reason the last option I think is so constructive is because emotional triggers usually reflect unresolved issues within yourself, usually from the past, whether it's trauma or just something that happened. Maybe it's even a core belief that's instilled in you about the world, something that might've been programmed into you at a very young age. So when you get triggered, it's important to slow down and find the time to reflect you need to ask yourself why is this bothering me so much and then wait and see if you can come up with an answer but the one thing i've realized is the answers are not the alpha and omega of the problem there are multiple layers to why you might be getting triggered and i'm going to use an example of this to better explain what i mean all i can say is that you can think of an onion the layers of an onion they need to be peeled back in order to get to the root problem that you might be facing 
So here's a quick example. Hypothetically, let's pretend every time you get feedback when it comes to your work, you tense up, which is your emotional trigger or someone's emotional trigger. So just imagine this scenario. So let's say that a specific person got feedback about work they've done within a company from their superior and now they tense up and they're getting triggered. So the first layer would be to ask, what am I feeling right now? What am I truly feeling? If I had to label the emotion, because getting emotionally triggered means it's an emotion. So what emotion are you actually feeling? Which one is more prominent within you? And it could be anxiety, could be anger, could be frustration. So first of all, you have to ask yourself the question, what am I truly feeling? Hypothetically, let's say it's frustration. This person admits that it's frustration. They are frustrated. And they're also feeling a bit of shame because getting feedback on your work is never fun, especially when you're a proud person. So now layer two, the question now is, why do you feel the frustration and the shame? And now sit with that. And the answer might be, well, because I thought I did a good job. So I didn't really expect feedback. I was proud of the work that I produced and I didn't think that anything was gonna come back. So this is where things start to get interesting because as we move on to the third layer, we can see that it sounds like someone has a pride issue to some extent because we're making a correlation that feedback means that they didn't do a good job. So why is that? And the answer might be that, you know, that person that's receiving feedback, it might feel, make them feel inadequate in some way. So now we get to layer four. So the inadequateness that you're feeling, right? Is that attached to maybe some sort of insecurity? And where does this need for adequacy actually come from? And the answer to that might be that maybe in school, people made fun of this person when he got answers wrong. And that moves on to layer five, which then sounds like a childhood trauma to some extent. Maybe they got bullied. Maybe they were always mocked. Now the question is, why does that hurt so much? And the answer to that would be maybe this person's mom put a lot of pressure on them as a kid to succeed and verbally expressed how disappointed they were when they didn't succeed. And using this example, you can see how there are multiple layers to you and how and why you feel the way that you do when certain things happen. And this is what you need to do for yourself. You need to sit with it and work through these questions and these layers so that you can truly start to better understand yourself. Because if we use this example, we can see that it sounds like there's an ingrained belief, likely from childhood experiences, that making mistakes or not needing or needing correction is a sign of stupidity or incompetence on some level. So this belief has been reinforced by painful memories from school and is now manifested as an emotional trigger in this person's adult life. So triggers are signals and opportunities for you to learn more about yourself. Much love. Have a good rest of your week. Cheers.